Are you ready to make a real difference in the world and especially to the people around you? Welcome to the Higher Purpose Podcast, where we celebrate the road less traveled in business, leadership, and life. We welcome you to another conversation that we believe will provide you with the insight and inspiration you need on your journey. Here's your host, Kevin Monroe. Welcome to episode 128 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Monroe, and it is such a joy to spend this time with you. Hopefully, we get to do it on a weekly basis. Not everyone listens weekly. I understand that. But whenever you're listening, thanks for listening. And this, for us, is the first episode of 2020. It may not be the first one you hear, but it's the first one I record and we release And actually, this is a second time I've recorded this episode. I did it last week, but because of the holiday schedule, I could sit on it a while. And as I did, there were just things I wanted to add. And it's actually New Year's Eve 2019 as I record this version of this episode. And it's been a time of reflection. But more than a time of reflection, it's a time of anticipation. So I'm I'm really excited to welcome you into 2020 and to remind you that 2020 is not just the beginning of a new year. It's the beginning of a new decade. And that's the focus of our conversation today. But before we go there, before we do that, and especially as we enter this new decade and year, I'm continuing to plant these podcast conversations in the fertile soil of gratitude. So I want to pause a moment. And I just want to ask you, what are you grateful for today as you listen? What is something or what's a list of things you're grateful for? I've got a few things I want to share with you. I'll do it rather quickly. But I'm grateful for all of the people, the amazing people I've met and continue to meet on this journey and through this podcast. And today, or past few days, but this morning, I've taken some time and just thinking about all of the people that I've met. And there have been hundreds, literally hundreds of new people in my life and in my orbit of the universe in 2019. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And I wish that I had the opportunity to sit down and have one-on-one conversations with each and every one of you. And I hope we do have that opportunity to interact in person through the course of this year. I'm also grateful for hope. You see, I believe hope is one of the most powerful and enduring forces on the planet. Hope is what allows you and me to keep going when the road gets rough and the times get tough. You know, I know there are folks that say hope is not a strategy. I happen to disagree with them. And I can tell you this, I don't want a part of any strategy that doesn't have hope in it. So hope, I cannot get through a day without hope, hope of a better, brighter future. So anyway, I'm grateful for hope. I'm also grateful for fresh clarity about this podcast and who this podcast is for. It's for you and what we want to accomplish together through these conversations and the community that grows out of these conversations. And in case you're wondering about that, in case you missed it, and you're like, what are you talking about? Hey, a few weeks ago, I had a bit of an epiphany. It's been months coming, but a few weeks ago, it was really clear that this podcast 
is for you who are choosing or have chosen the road less traveled in business, leadership, and life. You know that you are doing things differently than those around you. You're doing things differently than what you've had the experts tell you how you should approach business, leadership, and life. So consequently, the conversations we have here, while they may include some of the same topics you hear on other podcasts, they don't sound the same as what you hear on other podcasts because we're looking at those topics through a different lens. We're asking a different set of questions and we're pondering how you and me do things differently because of the decisions you've made that I've made about business, leadership, and life. And I'm excited to start 2020. Again, not just a new year, but a new decade. And what I'm embracing and inviting you to do the same as a decade of difference. So before I start talking about decade of difference, let me say one other thing that's kind of foundational here. It's something that came out of the conversation number 125 with Tim Arnold. And if you've not yet heard that, I invite you to go back and pick that one up as we talked about the tensions that you and I, difference makers, need to manage. But there was just something that came out in that conversation that I wholeheartedly believe. And it's this, that Everything in your life up to this moment, everything, the good, bad, and yes, even the ugly, has prepared you for your present and for your future. And yes, I say everything, bold, all caps, underscore, exclamation points, everything. And I know that some of you listening, are you say everything with a question mark? Really, Kevin, you mean everything in my life? Yes, I mean everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And let me assure you that I've had an abundance of each. And in the last couple of years, it seems that from one perspective, at least, that there's been more bad and ugly than good. I choose not to dwell on that. And I recognize that even good comes through the bad and the ugly. So nothing, let me just say this, before we start talking about a decade of difference, I feel really strong to say this, that nothing has disqualified you from making a decade of difference. I believe it's actually quite the opposite. The things that you think may have count you out from making a difference for others, actually pull you in, and they pull people to you. Each of us has the ability to reach people in a sphere of influence in a way that others can't. Others don't. And there are things in your life message that resonate with others who've had that similar journey or known that pain. And you have the ability to speak to them and to address things out of your life and out of your journey that others simply can't, or at least can't with the same level of what's called moral authority with which you can address those topics. So I invite you to make peace with your past so it no longer casts a shadow over your future. Instead, I hope that you can see that your past lights the way for you 
and for others who have known some of the same challenges, difficulties, and struggles that you've known. Now, let's turn the page and let's talk about this decade of difference, 2020. That's the conversation I want to start with you today. This isn't the end of the story or the conversation. It's simply a start. It opens doors and I hope opens loops in your mind that you continue to ponder these things, think on these things. It's a conversation I plan to host often with people from all around the world because I hope to inspire you to live a decade of difference, to be different and to make a difference for others. Now, let's be honest. There's nothing particular magical about January 1st, but oh, how the marketers want you and me to think there is. So you and I, our inboxes are already being overloaded. Our screens are overflowing with messages about diets and personal development and fitness and goal setting and goal planning. All of these folks treat January 1st as a magical date and hype all kinds of products because of a new year beginning. But the decade of difference, it's not marketing hype. It's a bit more philosophical. It's a framework, and I believe it's an interesting perspective that provides a mindset and a heart set even that breaks the frame of the familiar and hopefully frees you and me to be, think, do, and experience business, leadership, and life differently. So let's start into this. Now, I'm typically not one of those people who says there are two types of people in the world. I see the world much more nuanced and much less black and white. However, I do believe this is a unique time when people easily find themselves clustering around one of two camps or two poles on a continuum. Okay, at one end, we find, air quotes, those people, the eager beavers, the high achievers, and you know who you are. You've got your goals mapped out for the year. Your dream, your vision board is strategically placed, and I'm betting some of you, when you make that goal list and that dream list, you've planted at least one item on your list that's already complete or like 98% complete so that you can check it off as soon as you added it to your list. Now, how did I know you do that or did that? Well, all you got to do is ask Gwen, my wife, and she'll tell you, I do that anytime that I make a list of household chores. The weekend comes and there are these things that I'm going to do around the house. I promise you, I always add one item of low-hanging fruit that's either done or like 97, 98% done so that shortly after making the list, I can check it off and feel good about having completed something. So I know that end of the list. Having spent most of my life as a driven person, eager beaver, high achiever, whatever it is, then there are people at the other end of the spectrum. There's another set of those people, you know, the ones who don't set goals. Some people at the other end of the spectrum, those goal setters, they have names or labels for people at this end of the spectrum. 
Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. The people clustering at this end of the spectrum, they have names for you as well if you're at the other spectrum. How do I know this? Well, I've occupied times at both extremes of this spectrum. I've camped out at both poles. I've gone all in on deliberate planning. Didn't even know it was called deliberate planning at the time, but I bought the courses, attended the workshops, set the goals, achieved some of them, was frustrated by many others of them. Now, I'm not here to judge you at whichever camp you've pitched your tent at this moment. I do want to say that I have compassion for people who may be struggling with labels that others have placed on you or maybe you've placed on yourself, especially if you're at this end of the spectrum of not setting goals, right? You hear or you've heard people say, well, you're a loser. You're a sluggard. You're a slacker. You're a drifter. I no longer think that is true. And actually, one of the things that inspired me in this to re-record this conversation, number 128, is I just gave a fresh listen earlier today to episode 127, Living an Inspired Life with my friend Debbie Lachusa. If you've not heard that one, I'm going to invite you encourage you to go back and pick that one up because I believe that's probably one of the most pivotal conversations we could have aired that we released on New Year's Eve. What a way to transition from 2019 into 2020 by inviting you to think about living an inspired life. And living an inspired life is not a drifting life. It's a led life. Anyway, I've discovered that for most of my life, I've been much more of an emergent person, a phrase I didn't even know. And let me just tell you, where I heard this phrase didn't come out of the woo-woo world, like some of you may be thinking, oh gosh, there's Kevin, he's going all woo-woo on us. No, no, no. This came out of Henry Mintzberg talking about emergent planning and an emergent approach to strategy that simply recognizes we cannot predict everything. And deliberate planners often try to predict everything. At least I did when I adopted so much deliberate planning. But I realized I'm so much more of an emergent person and love responding to life as it unfolds before me. And picking the wind of the sails, setting my sails to catch the wind rather than drifting. And sailing is not drifting, and sailing is so much better than rowing. So anyway, I've been at that end of the universe, and now I actually seek to live in greater harmony with the natural and even supernatural or divine ordering of life. So wherever you're at on the spectrum of deliberate or emergent planning, whether you live more led and less driven or more driven and less led, If you're attracted to me in this podcast, I'm going to let you in on a secret. You are a difference maker. Let me say that again. You are a difference maker. I hope that feels good and it fits you well when you hear that. Because making a difference is really important to you. When you set your goals... That is the common thread you find running through your goals, making a difference for others. If you aren't a goal setter, 
This may be part of the reason because you see or you've had goals pushed on you as being very self-focused, self-serving, self-centered, and you are more concerned about making things better for others than you are about making things better for you. So let's examine a few characteristics of difference makers. And I'm going to tell you, as I get started, this isn't an exhaustive list. I think every time I share a list, I'm very clear to say it's not an exhaustive list. If there's something that comes to mind to you, please add it. Let me know. Here are some of the things I see as common characteristics. Difference makers are other-centered. I was just talking about that. You're more focused on making a difference in the lives of others. I believe you're purpose-powered, that there is a purpose that moves you, inspires you, and motivates you to do what you do. I love this label that Viktor Frankl, at least that's where I got it, you're tragically optimistic. That is the tragic optimist finds good in the bad. And you believe that no matter how difficult circumstances and situations may be or may become, that ultimately good will emerge from them. You don't live in a Pollyanna world, but you do believe that good ultimately triumphs. Another characteristic, I believe you are a dealer in hope, that you want to leave deposits of hope to make deposits of hope in others around you, to inspire them. You are kind, compassionate, and caring. And I would guess difference makers are usually humble and unaware of anything exceptional about you and what you do. You just think, wow, anybody would do this. Well, I believe anybody like you would do it because you're a difference maker. So is there something you would add to this list? And then as you heard me describing this list, does it sound like I'm describing you? Or maybe you're too humble to say that. Maybe this is how other people would describe you. So I'd love to know if there are other characteristics you'd add to this list. Please send them my way. If you don't know how to do that now, by the end of the podcast, I'll give you all of those coordinates. So this whole idea, this decade of difference, let me say a couple of things about it. I believe it's much more, if you hadn't figured this out by this point in the conversation, it's much more aspirational and an orientation than it is a plan, at least at this point in the journey. It's an intention. This is how you want to live. It's that North Star that you want to make a difference for others. And I just want to remind you, or maybe say it to you for the first time you're hearing it. It's okay for your North Star to be more of a direction and not yet a specific destination. Maybe it's not something you can clearly articulate. You just know that you want to make the world a better place. Folks, that is something that has, has really been in my heart and mind since I was a teenager. So for some of you, and I think you might know who you are, you need to resist the urge to plan too soon. Let me explain that. See, sometimes with some of us, we launch into planning mode. We feel the need to launch into planning mode right away. 
And what happens often when we do that, instead of freeing the imagination, it freezes our mind. And instead of seeing all kinds of possibilities, we end up adopting a fixed and finite mindset, whether you're consciously aware of that or not. And when you do that with a fixed and finite mindset, you're much more comfortable with scarcity, limitations, and restrictions. And you see why you can't do what you really want to do rather than imagining a new set of possibilities that are more infinite than anything you've ever considered before. So I want to invite you to allow your spirit to soar and imagine having a partner on this journey who is able to do beyond anything you can ask, think, or imagine. And I believe we have such a partner. So in regards to timing, I don't know when it is that you'll hear this. We're actually releasing it after January 1st. So you can begin your decade of difference at any time. It's not as though you've got to get on board by January 10th, 15th, or the 30th, or you've missed it. Now, I just want to invite you to decide now that you want your next decade to be one that matters, that it makes a difference for you and those around you. Whoever crosses your path, whoever enters your orbit of influence, however small or large that orbit may be at this moment, it's really irrelevant. If people are entering your orbit, they're being influenced for good. So I think this decade of difference is more about waves and ripples. And when we think about that, when you make a difference in the life of someone else, you may not even be aware that you've made a difference. You know, there are times that I've gone back and been deliberate to let someone know, hey, when you said this or did this or invited me into this, it did make a difference. And here's what it's done in my life. But then there are other people who've made a difference, and I don't even know their names. They've made a difference. You know, and some of those people I've lost contact with and have not been able to contact and say, hey, here's what you did that made a difference. But here's the point. You have no way of knowing how far the waves and ripples of a difference will reach. So stop trying to track it. Stop trying to calculate it. Just be grateful for it. Here's what I've realized. Results are beyond my control and your control, the results. So just let go of the results. So another thought about this decade of difference. The decade of difference cannot be outsourced. You know, outsourcing has been a popular thing in recent years, and so many people have tried to outsource. Outsource means give it to someone else, assign it to someone else to do. So the decade of difference cannot be outsourced. However, it must be insourced. Now, what do I mean? You can't delegate it to someone else and ask someone else to do it for you. So insourcing. Let me share a poem. As I have found the poem, it's attributed to the unknown monk. Now, maybe you know, have heard it attributed other places, but it's the unknown monk and I've seen it attributed back to 1100. I'm not real sure the original source, but I want to read this to you because I think this kind of sets up this whole idea of making a difference being an inside job or beginning 
as an inside job. When I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. I found it was difficult to change the world, so I tried to change my nation. When I found I couldn't change the nation, I began to focus on my town. I couldn't change the town, and as an older man, I tried to change my family. Now, as an old man, I realize that the only thing I can change is myself. And suddenly I realize that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have made an impact on my family. My family and I could have made an impact on our town. Their impact could have changed the nation and I could have indeed changed the world. You see that all change and all difference making starts with you and me. It starts as an inside job. But I believe it doesn't have to stop there. It ripples out. As Rumi put it, yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. Now, let me say that I don't say this to say that you cannot draw inspiration from others, that you can't be influenced by others. What I am saying, though, is don't just seek to try to duplicate what others are doing. The way I've heard this put before, you know, regardless of how tall your grandfather was or your father was, you have to do your own growing. We all have to grow. So this whole idea of making a difference, it starts as an inside job. It starts with that personal growth and development. And I know that many of you are already embracing this. I love how this idea of a decade of difference resonates with you and how you're responding, saying, yes, that's me. Count me in. And I love to see how it's already showing up in your communications with others, right? So that you too are inviting others to embark on a decade of difference, because trust me, I don't own a decade of difference. So I want to give you permission, permission to dream, permission to imagine, permission to discover. So before we go, a couple of other things I want to share. Let me explore this other facet of this. And maybe you've asked this question before. Maybe you're asking it now. Must I know what difference I want to make before I can embark on making a difference for others? Like with this goal setting that we have people camping out at different poles, I think this is one of those that may also be a continuum with poles of clarity at one end and cloudy at the other. One group of you are those who know the difference you want to make for others. It's really clear for you. Then there's another group, and this includes those who aren't so certain about the difference you want to make, but you are certain that you want to make a difference. And yes, you may have guessed it. Once again, I've been in both groups and found myself at either end of the spectrum and many points in between. So I want to cheer you on wherever you're at at this moment because I think this is one of those both-and tensions to manage rather than an either-or problem to solve. There are seasons or days of clarity. Then there are seasons or days when it's cloudy, but your commitment to make a difference is what's consistent whenever the clarity fluctuates. So I'd really love to know. What's the difference you aspire to make through your business, through your leadership, and in and through your life? I'm also keen to know what help you need to make that difference. Is there a specific topic you've been wrestling with 
when it comes to business leadership or life? Let me know because here is what I know. If you're wrestling with a topic, there are others struggling with that same topic. None of us, none of us is alone, and none of us are the only ones struggling with the thoughts, the ideas, the topics that you happen to be struggling with at this moment. So let me know. Well, before we conclude, I want to ask, how do you live a decade of difference? You know, I love that question, and I've thought about it a lot in the past several weeks. You live a decade of difference one day at a time and one moment at a time. And if you happen to blow it or you miss moments or even days and you get off track for a day or several days, you get back on track by reorienting yourself to your true north. So to draw on and expand the Latin phrase that I'm sure you know, carpe diem, seize the day, then there's carpe decennium, seize the decade. So I want to invite you to seize the day, seize the decade, and actually we do that by owning the moment. Be a difference maker in whatever environment or arena you find yourself in, in this moment. Carpe diem, carpe decennium. Now, this is not to say that there will not be challenges, tough times, or difficulties, because those will come. So just be prepared and don't think I promised you an easy life. I just promised you a meaningful one. So let's wrap this up. What's next for you? What do you need to take your next step towards a decade of difference. Maybe you need an invitation and permission to think differently. I hope this conversation has provided that for you today. Hey, if you need a written permission slip, tongue in cheek, but if you need one, email me. I'll send you one. Maybe you need inspiration and encouragement. Wherever you're at in this, I believe we need to connect with a community of others who are also embracing living and leading as difference makers. And to help facilitate that, I've set up some calls for the next few weeks from the original release of this episode. I'm hosting Decade of Different Small Group Conversations. I'm playing with time zones to accommodate our global community. If you want to join me in one of those, go to kevindmonroe.com slash decade. Again, that's kevindmonroe.com dot com slash decade that will take you to a calendar where you can find one of those group calls to join and as always you can email me by writing kevin at higherpurposepodcast.com you can text or call me 678-744-5111 and until we connect again and i hope it's sooner rather than later i want to encourage you to keep traveling the road less traveled, you will inspire someone else to do the same. What could 10 days of gratitude do for you? Find out what hundreds of people have experienced and make a change that can last a lifetime at thegratitudechallenge.community because it's better when we do things together.